Hello, my name is EJ Winslow, and today is day 40 of the 90-Day Challenge. This week, we are growing in a lifestyle of community through building a habit of living life with the local church. As we begin, let's pause and be still to breathe slowly, to recenter our scattered senses upon the presence of God. God, as we approach your word, help us to remember that you want to speak with us. As we listen to today's reflection, help us to learn what it means to be your disciple. As we seek to create new habits, help us to remember that your grace is sufficient for us when we inevitably fall short. Take a few moments to add your own prayers or continue to sit in the presence of God. Community is living committed. It is a way we participate and persevere within the local church. We were meant to live in authentic relationships, to love generously, to serve humbly, and to live in unity and at peace with one another. This is our design and our call as followers of Jesus. Today we are reflecting on how living life as a community of believers is a testimony to the gospel. Our scripture comes from Acts 4, verses 32 through 35. All the believers were one in heart and mind. No one claimed that any of their possessions was their own, but they shared everything they had. With great power, the apostles continued to testify to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. And God's grace was so powerfully at work in them all that there were no needy persons among them. For from time to time, those who owned land or houses sold them, brought the money from the sales, and put it at the apostles' feet, and it was distributed to anyone who had need. These verses give us a glimpse of the first body of believers trying to live the way Jesus commanded his disciples in John 13, verses 34 and 35, when he says, A new command I give you, love one another as I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you love one another. It was a community of believers that had Jesus in common, but perhaps not much else. And yet, they were living a sacrificial love for one another that became a building block of their testimony of faith. We read that the believers in this early church were one in heart and mind. They had one purpose, to share the love of God and the salvation offered only through Jesus. This body of believers was likely composed of people from all walks of life, rich and poor, learned and unschooled, male and female, slave and free. They had the words and the example of Jesus, as taught to them by the apostles, and they had the Holy Spirit to figure out how to live with one another as Jesus loved. The kind of oneness described in these verses is only possible through the enabling power of the Holy Spirit. This helps us to understand the uniqueness of the Christian community. Gatherings of such a diverse community usually lead to division and phaseritism and quickly result in the breakdown of unity. But Jesus said, love one another as I have loved you. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples. With this in mind, the believers gave up their pride and their selfish ambitions. They gave up their preconceived notions and their prejudices. They gave up their comfort and their possessions, and they shared 
everything they had. There was no needy person among them. This is mind-boggling. They knew that Jesus loved in a sacrificial way. He went out of his way to talk to people that were not like him, people that were often overlooked by everyone else. Jesus served his disciples and shared all he had to demonstrate the love of the Father. And so this new community of believers tried to live and love in this way also. Is it any wonder that the apostles' testimony was powerful and God's grace was powerfully at work among them? People saw this sacrificial love and they wanted to know why. They wanted to experience a community in which they too could love and would be loved like this. In a body of believers, we live in a way that is often shocking to people who are not Christ followers. When my husband and I moved to Florida a number of years ago, we knew two people and we had only met them a couple of times. We were moving to be part of a church plant, but we had not met any of the other people yet. When we arrived with our U-Haul, there was a team of believers ready to help us unload all of our stuff and carry it up to our third floor apartment. It was mid-July in Florida, and it was hot. Not only did these brothers and sisters help us move in that day, they also brought over meals for a few days as we got settled into our new town. Those believers loved sacrificially, and we were immediately part of a family. In turn, as each new team member arrived, we were also greeting them in the same way. As we started our new jobs and met our new neighbors and coworkers, we shared this story. And each time we were met with looks of shock and amazement and the question of why, why would people you don't even know help you in such a tangible and wonderful way? This was the arms and feet of Jesus, the way Jesus loved, and an opportunity to share why. Is it easy to love like Jesus loved? No. It will be uncomfortable. It will be inconvenient. It will take resources of time, talent, and treasure, and it will be worth it because it's a powerful testimony of the gospel in action. Let's return to the passage and listen for a particular word or phrase that the Holy Spirit might be highlighting today. Acts 4, verses 32 to 35. All the believers were one in heart and mind. No one claimed that any of their possessions was their own, but they shared everything they had. With great power, the apostles continued to testify to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. And God's grace was so powerfully at work in them that there were no needy persons among them. For from time to time, those who owned land or houses sold them, brought the money from the sales and put it at the apostles' feet and it was distributed to anyone who had need. What word or phrase jumped out to you from this verse? What idea do you want to take away from today's reflection? Is there a step of obedience that you want to take today in response to any of this? Father God, thank you for the example of Jesus and the early church. Thank you for the opportunity to depend on your spirit to love the way Jesus loved. We ask you to give us eyes to see opportunities to love sacrificially and hearts ready to obey. Take a few moments to add your own prayers or continue to sit in the presence of God. As we take these reflections into the coming day, let us remember the command of Jesus in John 13, verses 34 and 35. A new command I give you, love one another. 
As I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you love one another. Father, help me to live as your child, secure in your love. Jesus, help me to live as you did, loving God with all my heart, soul, mind, and strength. Spirit, help me to live in the power of God, forsaking self-reliance, and putting all my hope in you. Amen. Amen.